Hey, this is Ryan Tucker, and welcome to the weekly podcast, The Unchangeable Truth. We just sit down with Pastor Stephen as he discusses his sermon from Highland Park Baptist Church, and we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. And we ask you to go ahead and, and click that subscribe button, click that like or the follow button. And then again, we are honored and thankful that you've decided to listen. So keep listening as Pastor Stephen discusses his weekly sermon. Welcome back to the Unchangeable Truth Podcast with Pastor Steven, and he is back in the room this week. We don't have him on cell phone. He's not traveling. We got him in the room with us. So, uh, how was your trip, Pastor Steven? Was it good? You know, it was good. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, just a, a time of retreat, and uh, I'm, when we finish Romans, yeah, probably the end of 2022. <laughs> right. right. We're going into the book of John. Nice. I've never preached systematically through the book of John. So uh, right now, just uh, kind of fleshing it out last week, 84 sermons in the book of John. Wow. So roughly 18 months. There you go. So uh, be rich. It'd be good. I've already I've already uh, outlined the first four chapters. Uh, and uh, it's just a lot, but it's good. I'm looking there forward to that. And I, and I heard what you guys said. Yeah. About bringing oh, you back bringing something. Back. Did you bring the producer a journey I brought, shirt? I brought, well, and I will tell you, I think because of the popularity of our podcast, everybody's buying up the journey shirts. <laughs> so, so you got to, wait, what's next? So, Night so, Ranger? <laughs> so, well, and I, I didn't know, oh, it, I didn't know. Here we I got go. him a Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones 1975 yes, tour. That'll fit great. So I didn't know, I didn't know. He producer. probably not a Rolling Stones guy. Um, the uh, beautiful. I I don't know. Maybe he can mow the yard. You want me to sign it? I, I can sign it. I'll put my scripture verse on there. That's fantastic. And not to be undone, I'm trying to. I was trying to think of the ages here yeah. and when you grew I'm up. Way younger. So way so younger. so I got oh, you. you got me a shirt. I got you a little uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Yes, sir. So I, I would like our listeners to know yes. we are not endorsing these bands. We fantastic. are not saying listen to their music. Uh, just, just we're we're talking about uh, you know the the day and times that we were raised. So, Rolling Stones I knew would probably be a stretch for our producer, uh, but uh, it was either uh, Rolling Stones or Bob Marley. And Marley, Marley had a uh, leaf on it, so uh, I thought you know I'm not going to get that one. Well, he just put it on over his shirt, so I think he likes it. So it's yeah. good, man. He's, yeah, he's and I tried to find him with the sleeves cut out, but I. <laughs> This is hard, hard yeah. to find them. Uh, so anyway. Well, we are glad that you're back. I know that it, you take that time. Uh, you don't take it lightly when you go and study and just prepare for the you know, upcoming months and years at our church. So we thank you for doing that. But thank you for being back, man. We, we miss you when you're not here. Um, thank you for the shirts. Uh, we will support them. We'll rock them. Right, producer? We'll rock those shirts. I'm going to wear it to the office tomorrow. Um, so... Uh, this week, we're looking at Romans chapter 11, verses 33 through 36, and uh, the title, you just talk about our, our God is an awesome God, which is a, a very profound, simply profound statement. It is a great statement. It is a true statement. It doesn't even encompass everything that God is, um, and then you have your two points that we're going to talk about God's greatness. We're going to talk about God's glory. Uh, you talk a lot about knowledge and wisdom for the fact that we have a, a lot of knowledge, but sometimes we don't use wisdom the right way or we don't use the knowledge the right way. Um, so I'll let you kind of just give a quick intro into that 
that sermon, but then we have I got like I got like seven questions for us today, Pastor Steven. There so you go. I'm just gonna hit you with some questions, but I'll I'll let you kind of recap yesterday real quick. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, you know, I, we'd like to say to our our listeners, feel free to shoot us some questions, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'd love to be able to uh, to build off of that. And uh, I'm not even opposed to folks sending questions from um, old old episodes or anything like that. So uh, it would be it'd be wonderful. Uh, anyway, so yeah, we're basically we came to that passage of scripture in Romans 11 where Paul is just he's sitting there and he's talking about just what how awesome God is, almost like he's just broken out in praise because of uh, the fact that God's not done with the Jews yet. Um, and uh, and then he just starts talking about the awesome attributes of God, and he does talk about wisdom. He talks about knowledge. It's kind of interesting to, you know, that the Scripture makes it very clear that uh, we're coming to the end days. Uh, knowledge will increase, and you look at all the uh, technology that we have today, and you look at all the um, advancements that we have, and uh, I mean, my goodness, it's it. We, we could sit there and say the world is smarter than it has ever been before, but knowledge doesn't translate right. always into wisdom. Wisdom is now what are you going to do with the knowledge that you have? And um, I don't, I don't know that the world is any better. <laughs> uh, the world is certainly not more more moral than it has ever been before. Uh, the the biggest problem is still the same, um, and that is sinful mankind. And so all the technology and all the knowledge in the world will not change a depraved heart. Uh, that only comes through, we know, a relationship with Jesus Christ. But yeah, here's Paul, the very the very guy that is so burdened over the fact of, of family and friends. And, you know, he, he was here he is a Jew and his, his entire background, Judaism. And so um, he's just... He's broken over the fact that he thinks, all right, they're going to be lost forever, lost forever. And uh, I know he's thinking probably about certain individuals, but I do. I think I think he had a a great burden just over the 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 Jewish people as a as a whole. And God is revealing to him, hey, listen, man, there's there there there's going to be a day coming where um, a, a great number of Jews are going to come to saving faith in Jesus Christ. I'm not done with them. Don't worry. You know, don't fret. And then he, he, he's just reminding man, this is the God you are. This is the God you are. And, you know, it, it doesn't say that he is singing or anything like that. And, right. But I could just see him breaking out in praise, just, just giving glory to God. Forgive me, God. Forgive me for being so narrow, uh, narrowly focused that I forget that, yes, you are a gracious God and you are a merciful God and you are a, a loving God, that even in your judgment, you are gracious and merciful and loving. So uh, that's that's what this passage of Scripture has to deal with. And so we just kind of honed in on that, or uh, I'll, I'll use the phrase that you like, Ryan. We dove into that and um, yeah. and just talked about God is great. God is great. God is glorious god is boom 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 one after the other well so you just briefly mentioned that for a second uh you know that paul broke out in this spontaneous praise when he realized god's not done with the jews so can you talk a little bit more about the future of the the jews yeah uh you know you you can you can kind of read up in the verses before that and we we've discussed this 
uh, as we've been walking through uh, chapter 11 of, uh, of Romans, but the, uh, basically what he is saying in the verses before that, uh, that we read yesterday is he is saying that the, you know, when the last Gentile is saved, uh, you know, when that last Gentile comes into the, the church, uh, then all of a sudden that's going to cause what I believe is the rapture of the church. Now, does that mean, you know, do we know when that is or no, we, none of us know when that is God, God in all of his, um, knowledge, he knows, he knows when that last one will be. It could be today. It could be tomorrow. It could be next week. None of us know. He knows. But when that happens, when that very last Gentile that's going to get saved before the rapture of the church, then boom, the church will be raptured. It'll enter into a time of tribulation, which I believe is a literal seven-year time period of tribulation. Uh, Again, the church is not going to be here. When I use the word church, we know that we're talking about those who have a relationship with Jesus Christ, the saved. We're not talking about people that are church members. You can be a church member and not even know Jesus as Lord and Savior. So uh, we're talking about those that are part of the, 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 the body of Christ, the saved. So we're raptured out of here. It enters into a time period of tribulation. And during those seven years, he is saying that the hardening of the hearts of the Jews, the, the blindness of their eyes, it's almost like scales are on there. Uh, they're going to fall off and they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, he is the Messiah. He, 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 he is the one that we rejected, but he is, he is the Christ. He is God's son. He is the one that we've been longing for. Uh, you can go over to Revelation. You can read about uh, during the time of tribulation, there'll be 144,000 Jewish evangelists that are preaching Jesus. Yeah. And a great number of Jews are going to be saved during this time. And and so as 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 the Holy Spirit is starting to kind of peel back that curtain, that mystery, if you will, uh, that He even talks about there in the passage of Scripture. I guess verse verse twenty five, He uses that terminology, mystery. Um, and you know, he, He's just I'm revealing this to you. Right. Here's what's going to take place, and that causes Him just to say, "Oh my goodness, our God's an awesome God." You know, look at who he is. Look at his greatness. Look at his look at his glory. So that's the future. The future there of the Jews that he's not done with. There's going to be an unbelievable and I, and we you know we use the terminology of the hardening because it talks about it in the scripture or the blindness or the scales on the eyes. You know, the question always is: Okay, is that something that God has done? Has God hardened their hearts right. to where they can't be saved? I'm always going to go back to my goodness. He sent everybody in the world yeah. to draw them to him. He sent prophets. They killed them. You know, he kept he kept drawing them back to him. They kept running off in disobedience. You know, Paul even said, hey, he saved me. And, and I've been coming to you saying, look at me. You know me. Yeah. I'm one of you. Yeah. And they rejected him. You know, they tried to kill Paul. They kicked him out of the city. And so I see it as a God sent, okay. All right, you want to harden your heart? I'll go ahead and let your hearts be hardened. Here you go. But, but he's gonna he's gonna extend that grace to that nation one more time, and 
You know, he knows the future before it happens, right? And he tells us here, a great, a great, uh, a great awakening will occur. A great salvation moment will happen in the nation of Israel. So you mentioned verse twenty five in in the mystery. So what ex- what is that mystery? Like is uh, what is God hiding something? Like what's that mystery? Yeah, you know we use the terminology mystery. Uh, you know, like uh, a whodunit. You know, who, the mystery of uh, like a. Um, like a mystery murder or something like that. They used to, I don't know if they used to, they used to do like mystery dinner theaters and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know. I've never, I've never been to one of those. Have you ever heard of, heard of those? You've never heard of it? Producer used to go to them. He used to go to them all the time. Yeah. The, uh, well, it was before journey was famous. They were doing it in like little theaters. I heard maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, we think of mystery (laughs) as like, we don't know who did it. We got to figure out who did it. Uh, you know, man, let's find all the facts. This is something hidden. We can't figure it out. And yeah, the word mystery is in verse 25, but that's not what he means. He doesn't mean something you cannot figure out. Basically mystery in the Bible means a, uh, it's like this deep truth of God, that that God wants you to understand, and now it's being revealed. He's saying, I, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. Here you go. Here you go. Understand this. I want you to see who I am. And the mystery there in verse 25, he's saying, hey, here's what's happened. Here's what's happened there. Yeah, the Jews rejected me, and the gospel went to the Gentiles. But let me tell you a mystery here. <laughs> let, let me tell you something you did not know until this moment. Yeah. They're going to be saved. A great number of them will be saved. And I'm not through with them yet. So the history or the history, the mystery is, is not something we can't figure out. It is God saying, I'm going to give you some insights that you didn't have before. Yeah. So I'll ask another question about the Jews. Does a Jew without Jesus have a special allowance or an excuse for heaven? Does a Jew without Jesus have special allowance or an excuse for heaven? No. <laughs> yeah. uh, just like a Gentile, there's no special allowance. God, God has already made the decision. Uh, the only way salvation will come to someone is through uh, faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Um, does not matter culture, skin color, background, religion, matters none of those things. Uh, it is only what you have done with Jesus Christ. So, uh, a lot of times folks will misunderstand this mystery, uh, as Paul yeah. explains it in chapter 11, as, okay, hey, listen, so God has chosen the Jews, so here's what that means. It means that he is going to save all the Jews during the time of tribulation. No, that's not what it means at all. Um, a great number will be saved. Yes. How? Not just because they're a Jew, but because they put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, the same way that people are saved Saved today, um, he is. He is already. Uh, you know, he's already laid out the plan of redemption. Um, now, is there going to be a uh, a special uh, evangelizing of the Jews? Well, yeah, he's going to send those hundred and forty four thousand yeah. evangelists. Yeah, yeah. Um, it makes no sense because if again, if we were God, you know, if they rejected me. Everybody I sent to them, they killed. I'd say, all right, made your decision done with you you know go rot in hell mm. but again that's not him and yeah. if, and i and i think that's why 
I think that's why Paul, because it's kind of interesting that he does make that turn in the scripture, talking about, okay, um, you know, here's here's what's going to happen when the last Gentile is saved, and boom, 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 and the Jews and all that kind of stuff. It's almost it's 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 almost like he's like, oh my goodness, just it's hard for me to fathom this that God is that God is yeah. going to extend mercy and grace like this. Uh, he's not going to extend a go to heaven automatic card. Right. He's going to extend the same card that he extends to anyone. He'll come to him right now. Here you go. Here's Jesus. Accept him or reject him. He's the only way. And he extends that now. He extends that now. Uh, you know, Ryan, a lot of times folks will sit there, and, and I know you deal with it as well, uh, being in ministry. Uh, folks folks have this thought process that, well, you know, because I was raised in a Christian home, that means I'm going to get to go to right, heaven. Or, right. You know, I'm a good yeah. good Baptist or a good Methodist. I'm, I'll I think good Baptist is an oxymoron, but yeah, yeah. the, uh, you know, whatever it is, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm, I'm okay because of look at who I am or, or my granddad was a preacher for 50 years. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. It, it doesn't get, you know, it doesn't get you into heaven. Should it get you closer? I think so. <laughs> right. I think it ought to give you a better shot. I, and here's what that means. I think it, it ought to at least have given you the opportunity to hear the gospel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I, I think sometimes like we we try to overcomplicate something that one we we don't fully understand the mystery. We don't fully understand the the greatness of God. We can't fully comprehend His glory, but yet at the same time, there's a simplicity to it that He says, you know, hey, if you just trust me and you and you give your life to G like you trust the things that we're saying like there there is going to be this blessing there is going to be this faith and this hope and you are going to grow in your salvation understanding who Jesus is but um you know I I, I sit back and go I, and again talking with some of these people that we just talked to they they use they use the equation of well God is good plus I've gone to church ever since I was little. And so because God's good and because I've gone to church and done all these good things and I'm a relatively good person, then, then I'm okay. Like I'll be all right. I've heaven's in my sight. Like it's all good. So, um, as we sit back and just ponder the word of God and ponder the fact that, you know, he is all of his characteristics at all of the time. And, you know, in his greatness and in his glory, like we have to, we have to follow what scripture says and follow his plan and his purpose for our life. It's not based off of, well, here's what I think and here's what I've done. So I'm good. Like, it's just a, I think, I think maybe we overcomplicate something that, in a sense is simple. Well, we'll go back. We'll go back to what, uh, I think, I think we talked about this a few weeks ago, what, uh, Johnny hunt stated not too long ago when he was preaching here, uh, Christianity. It's interesting. The only religion, uh, well, not the only religion, but Christian, here's Christianity. Christianity's like, Hey, in order, in order for you to, uh, in order for, or maybe he didn't say Christianity, maybe he said the church, 
that the you know the church sits there and says, "Hey, in order for you to uh, come to God, you got to become uh, a child has to become like a man." Right. right. But the Bible says, "No, a right. man's got to become like a child." Right. Right. The simplicity of the gospel. Yeah. Uh, and when we study in the gospels of folks that were radically saved, folks that met Christ, and it's crazy because he doesn't he doesn't say, hang on, just say, hang on, okay, let's walk down the Roman road here. Um, you know, he doesn't sit there and say, All right, listen, all right, what was the key question again? In your personal opinion, what do you understand? Okay, what how does that question go? You know, he's not set it's just like, hey, follow me, sin no more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, there they go. And it's just we yeah, you're I agree with that. I agree they, with that. And, all right, so let's go back to that moment. Like these guys were hard workers, they were fishermen, some were they had different professions, but you know, they they grew in their knowledge and in their relationship with Jesus because they because they spent time with Jesus. And that that'll that'll preach, right? Like they grew because they spent time with Jesus. Like we sent back, we sit back and go, well, hey, I was in the room, but you know, it's, you know, we look at scripture all the time and it says, you know, we gotta, we gotta walk with him. We gotta. Yeah. No change, no Christ. Right. Right. No change, no Christ. But we talk about mystery and we talk about salvation and we talk about gospel. Yeah. Salvation is a mystery. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. Why in the world, why in the world would it be this way? Why, why in the world would God not just say, you know what, I'm going to program you that you're going to love right. me no matter what? Right, right. Because that's probably what I would do. Um, and, and he doesn't. And, you know, you sit there and you're like, okay, but, but he would send his son who is, who's actually a part of the trinity of God <laughs> right, right. Yeah. to come to earth and put on flesh. <laughs> right. yeah. And he's tempted in every way, yet he mm. did not sin. Mm. And he yeah. would die for my sins. It sounds like something that a madman would do, and I can promise you this: you sit there and you try to, you try to figure it out intellectually. Yeah. You'll become a madman. Yeah, yeah. And 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 again, it, it it makes no sense humanly. Right. Humanly, we we drew the point out yesterday in the message. Yet again, you'll never figure out God. Stop trying to figure <laughs> out God. Right. And make your head hurt. Yeah, by faith, say, God, I'll never figure you out. I just trust you. I trust you in this. Um, so you, uh, so I'm going to change directions a little bit. You you quoted a guy, A.W. Tozer, who I, I like a lot. I read him quite a bit. I've used some of his quotes anytime I teach. But uh, You read Tozer? I do, man. Dude, that's I, stout. I do. I have several of his books. Um, you, so, so uh, like, will you read Tozer before or after you read Rob Bell? <laughs> Come on, man! They're not even in the same category. Yeah, and then and then you no. and then you kind of cut the Rob Bell a little with some Osteen before you get oh, to uh, Tozer. Man, I don't even have either one of those guys uh, on my shelf. Yeah, Tozer's stout, man. He's Tozer rich. He's stout. rich. And yeah, and it's it's just I mean, even though he wrote it many many years ago. Uh, most of his stuff is very relevant for today's culture. So you quote him a lot, right? So why why do you go back to Tozer? Why do you quote him? Why why this particular quote that? Yeah, used? he's doctrinally sound, man. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Uh, you know, he was a uh, he was a pastor of the early 1900s. Uh, I think he uh, I think he died in the 60s, maybe. Which you know, I'm like, oh yeah, it wasn't that long ago. The 60s. 
And then you're like, oh man, that was like that was like 60 years ago. Um, <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was like 70 years. It was a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, the uh, but just solid. It, it, it's it's interesting. Uh, have you have, have you read the Pursuit of God? Uh, it's been a minute, but yes, I have. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Have you read the Pursuit of God? You need to read the Pursuit of God. You stop and think, Tozer. He had he 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 got saved as a teenager, and then God called him to ministry. And I would not I would not encourage this. This this is completely abnormal. I, I believe God does when God calls you to vocational ministry. That you, clearly part of that calling is training, and you, you I think you should do that. Tozer is a different day, different time. He didn't, and he just starts pastoring a church. And um and you know thirty years he pastored a church there in Chicago, but really how we came to know Tozer is there was a publication called the Alliance Weekly, and uh, the word alliance there means it was kind of an allow- a ministerial type allowance uh, alliance, excuse me, but it uh it was it was more nationwide than later became worldwide, and he was the editor of the Alliance Weekly, and so he started writing articles. And a lot of the things that have been published by Tozer were not even published till after his death. Yeah, yeah. People that have come along and grabbed some of the articles that he wrote and some of the public, anyway, just formulated an entire book out of it. But The Pursuit of God by Tozer, oh, it's so good. It ought to be required reading of every follower of Christ. Uh, he also wrote another one that, um, that was published, I don't know, 20 years ago, uh, called The Knowledge of yeah. the Holy. Yeah. And uh, and that's a style one, but I just love it. That's what I actually gave our college graduates. Knowledge weekend. of the holy, yeah, it was, oh, in, it was in their bag. Knowledge there of the you holy. Go. I didn't know that. I saw the ramen noodles. I didn't. That see That was it. not me, man. Okay, that was our. That was Rob. Student. Pastor. That was the student. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. I gave him knowledge of the holy. There you go. By Tozer. Yeah. Yeah. You don't give ramen noodles to college kids. That's right. Um, the uh, man. I ate, I've eaten some ramen noodles though. <laughs> Boy, when I was in college, in seminary. A lot of ramen noodles, yeah. um, and uh, you know, I know people today. They're like, they just go buy them and eat them. They're like, I just like the taste of them. I'm like, that's terrible. Why would you do that? Why don't you get some pasta, put a little bit of red sauce with it, and load it down with some that's parmesan? Right. I like to put the little hot pepper flakes oh, from like Domino's. You order Domino's, and they bring you a bunch of extra, and you hold on to them, sprinkle it on there. Uh, but yeah, Tozer is just rich and i love that quote there about god's intelligence and he just covers it all yeah hey god knows it all god knows it all so if you're looking to enlighten yourself if you're looking to dive a little bit deeper go out uh or i guess you don't have to go out today (laughs) just get the get the book there on your phone the ebook or the uh, audio book or uh whatever the case may be and there's probably probably some tozer podcast out there uh for all i know um the uh but the pursuit of god the knowledge of the holy i promise you it'll it'll help you uh, mature in your faith uh read that second read it secondary to the bible um don't don't sit there and say, "All right, yeah, I'm going to quit doing my quiet time while I read the pursuit of God." Hmm. Uh, that that would uh, that would be counterproductive. Yeah. Um. So in this thought, you know, going along with the Tozer quote that God knows everything, um, and that's that's just part of His greatness, part of His glory. Um, you mentioned 
some words. You know, you, you mentioned pantheism. Um, for so for our listeners that that maybe don't know, can you explain pantheism a little bit more? Because you again, you're talking about you know the goodness and the greatness of God. You're talking about His glory. Um, and then you, you said there are some people that are yeah. So yeah, well, pan- pantheism uh, uh, is a big part of what we used to call the uh, the New Age movement. You really don't hear the terminology yeah. New Age movement anymore. And uh, New Age movement is really just an Eastern mystery religion in a three piece suit. Uh, <laughs> right. Is 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 what that yeah. is. Uh, but pantheism says that uh everything uh trees snails books people everything is is all part of this one divine essence um that uh you know that god's in god's in everything um and and even i mean really in and and that you say well what's the problem with that well all of a sudden now you've you've made god this impersonal force the the pantheist would would refer to God not as a he, but an it, mm. and yeah. uh, it it robs God of glory. I mean, it's it's like you can't know God. God can't know you. God's just everything's God. Everything's God. Oh look, there's a bunny. God's in that bunny, man. Look at look at God and um and just this again this abstract idea. Yeah, there's a God, but I mean, he doesn't care about you. He, uh, if you if you start referring to God that you know the way that God reveals Himself to you is through the Bible and through uh, His Son Jesus Christ, then a pantheist is not going to agree with a comment like that at all. Very, very, it's it's very dangerous. But I would say anything, any kind of belief system that robs God of his of his glory that robs Jesus of his divinity and there there and there are a lot of mainstream a lot that rob Jesus of his divinity right uh Jehovah's Witnesses yeah man big time yeah Jesus didn't claim to be and God. they get mad at you when you say that to them like like they don't say that yeah like uh, well they we were I this is probably another story for another time but like I had one come to my door and I'm like hey man we don't worship the same God and it's like they they got mad whenever I said that and I'm like well, you don't you don't believe in the deity of Christ I do and it just started this whole I mean well, I was nice I was nice yeah and I asked to pray for excuse me I asked to pray for him he said I couldn't pray for him I'm like well why couldn't you pray for him I don't know he wouldn't let me pray for him but he told me he was gonna pray for me yeah. Anyway, another topic, another time. Did you have them pledge allegiance to the flag? <laughs> I did not. I did not. Um, the uh, yeah, and, and 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 you know, even talking about them, you know, they've gone and you know, they they have they perverted scripture to yeah. take away. I think that is it called the New World Translation. I think so. Uh, to uh, go and remove any of the divine quotes of Christ. Yeah. Uh, I mean, because you, you mean, goodness, we go to John one one, boom! I spent a great deal of time in it last week, and yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus over and over is saying, "I am that I am," you right. know, uh, you know, I am the Word, I am the Father, and over and over the claims. I mean, that's what sets Christ apart from from any anyone else, right? Um, well, I mean, the fact that besides the fact that he died and rose from the dead, and never to taste death again, that's a pretty big one. But that's the reason why they sought to kill him. Yeah. Cause he's like, I am him. Yeah, I am him. Hey, hey, your grandfather Abraham. 
you know, and they're like, oh, Abraham, oh, man, Abraham. It's like, it's like, it's like if you're talking to an Alabama fan, you just happen to say Saban, and they're like, oh, Saban, the savior of Crimson Tide football. Um, and, uh, you know, they'll spit uh, between their teeth because they don't have to open their mouth. Um, the uh, – <laughs> <laughs> that one got me. That was a good one right there. That's a good one. That one got me. That was a good oh, one. Good. Oh yeah. Our Alabama <laughs> our Alabama fans have just cut this podcast off. Yeah. Uh, oh goodness. You got but, a lot of them past uh, I'm sure. I'm past, sure. You got Alabama fans. I'm sure. I'm sure we have. Oh, I'm sure our me. listening audience is a hotbed in Bama. Uh but uh uh, easy pickings. Oh, uh, yeah, I can. Probably, hey, let me just. I'll just stop and say this. And I'm, you know, naturally a Tennessee fan because <laughs> I grew up. I grew up there, and my folks still live there. But uh, Alabama stops winning, nobody be making fun of me anymore because um, nobody makes fun of Tennessee. <laughs> They're not even talking about Tennessee. They feel sorry for us. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so what I was saying is, you know, Jesus is like, you know. Uh, um, you know, you, you talk about your father Abraham. You, you know, you you've lauded him, you've exalted him almost to you know deity. Um, but uh, uh, you know, Abraham, he, he was glad to see my day. And they're like, Abraham, how, how do you? You're you're not even thirty years old. Your yeah. dad is Joseph. Yeah. Or maybe he's your dad. Who knows who your dad is? You're you're crazy. You know how. I, you're saying that you're saying that you know Abraham. He goes, before Abraham was, I was. Yeah, because I'm God in the flesh. Yeah, and so the problem with pantheism, the problem with any, you know, I call what were they called? Isms and schisms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you hear any ism and schism, it's gonna there's gonna be problems. Yeah, uh, it robs God, robs Christ of of their glory because it it, it cheapens who they are. Yeah. And pantheism is is that very same thing, and it's dangerous, extremely dangerous. Uh, also, American culturalized Christianity. Mm. Huh. you were talking about that earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I believe in Jesus. Whew. Yeah, man. When you my, if I get if I go to the hospital, man. Yeah, please come pray for me. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you don't come, I'm gonna be mad. But come that pray for happen. come pray for me and. Man, yeah, yeah, I celebrate his birthday. It's so good. I, I, I'm so thankful for the gift that I give all these gifts. Yeah. And I think, oh, Easter, what oh. a great time of the year, yeah. Easter. And, you know, the egg, when the egg breaks and all of a sudden it gives forth the fruit, then that's like the tomb that was broken and Jesus came forth. And it's a mere resurrection rolls. I've never had resurrection rolls. Is there such a thing? Evidently, you can put a. a somebody told me about it. Like you can put a mushroom. Not a you mushroom. lost me on that I'm, one. I'm not a mushroom. Sorry, marshmallow. You lost me on that one too. But in some sort of pastry, and whenever you cook the pastry, the marshmallow disintegrates. So when you open the pastry, it's just empty, like the empty tomb. Resurrection roll. Is this a Texas thing? I have no idea, man. You've never heard of resurrection roll? Never heard of that. Like, or, or, I mean, are we like somebody s- mentioned it last this past like Easter. Sister Schubert roll ah. or cinnamon roll? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, American Sorry. American. Hey, I'd like to know that if any of our listeners know about <laughs> that and they know how to make those, so they're I'd, I'd love to you know make some, take a picture, send it to us. 
Uh, but yeah, the American culturalized Christianity, basically, yeah, 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 man, I'm Christian. Again, we go back to, no, has your life been changed because Jesus is in your life? He's not just a good luck charm that you pick up to try to win your ball game. He's not just, uh, you know, someone that you're like, everybody will think I really love him if I hit one knee when I score. Or, you know, he's not just someone that you're like, yeah, he's a good guy, man. I appreciate him. He's good. Build your life after his teachings. No, he is. He lives inside of me. I don't pick him up on Sunday walking in. I don't drop him off walking out. He 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 lives inside of me. Um, so yeah, pantheism problem problem. Well, and and I kind of want to mention you know as we c- close out the podcast today, I want to I want to mention some of the things that you you closed out your sermon with yesterday, just talking about you know going to the glory of God and and who He is, how He works. We can't fully comprehend on that. You talked about the bigness of God. You started talking about uh, the distance between the sun and the stars and these planets and light years and the speed of light, all these things. Again, just showing the how big God is and how um, and miraculous he is. And one of the things that I thought about, and I say it all the time to uh, my college students, I'm sure they get tired of me saying it, but you know, he He spoke the stars into existence by the breath of his mouth. Scripture talks about that. And also says that he knows the stars by name. Scripture talks about that. You mentioned that there's galaxies that are still being discovered and trillions and trillions of stars within these galaxies. Like he doesn't, he knows those by name. But then scripture also talks about how he knows the number of hairs on our head. And, I, and again, or in our beard, or in our beard. You know, joking aside, right? <laughs> our producer, <laughs> zero. Our producer just said zero, zero. But, but the reality is, you know, he knows us intimately. He knows everything about us. Yet, man, he's the one that spoke the stars into existence by the breath of his mouth, and he knows the stars by name. And then you start to look at the grandness of it all. Yeah, man, it, it's just God's so good, and. It, the glory is just unimaginable of what he, uh, what he's done and how he works. And well, that's what Paul said in verse yeah, thirty-six. Yeah, for of him, through him, and yeah, to him yeah, are all yeah. things, right? Yeah, and you even said, notice the prepositions. Like, <laughs> I need you to see these. Yes, like it's, and yet we sit back and just go, huh? Just another Sunday? No, I get that. This is, this is, this gets me jacked up because like it is every day you can walk out and see the goodness and the grandness of God just walking out of your door. Like it's just, it fathoms me how believers can sit back and not get excited about who God is. Like it, he spoke the world into existence by the breath of his mouth, yet he knows all of us by name. And he measures, he measures the universe. By the what the 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 breadth of yes. his hand, yes, and the clouds are the footstep, the dust of his footsteps. Like it's just, man. Anyway, so the goodness. Of, I'm sorry, the greatness of God. You're talking about God's glory. Um, I'll I'll end with this question because you you mentioned it a little bit earlier as well. Um, can anyone? This is a simple question for our listeners, but we just need to say it because we want you to get it. Can anyone be saved at any time? Are there conditions to salvation? Can anyone be saved at any time? And are there conditions to salvation? Well, that is a loaded question. A loaded, loaded question. Uh, I I would say this. Anyone who is asking that question, 
Yes. Mm. Yes, you can. The very fact that you're asking that question is evidence that the very Holy Spirit of God absolutely is drawing you to him. You know, there are folks that are like, okay, is there a point that you can come to when you've rejected the gospel and you've said no to Jesus so many times that now you have, you're, you're beyond that, that he uh, is no longer laboring with you. Um, I, I, can, I can only assume that that would happen. Uh, how do we know that? Because I firmly believe that there are people who have rejected the gospel and they never had another opportunity to say yes to the gospel mm. and they died. Yeah. I can only, I can only imagine that. Um, mm. uh, to me, scripture alludes to that. The, but I would say this, anyone who is asking that question, mm. can he save me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the very fact you would ask the question is evidence that he is drawing you right now. Um, you know, it's not a situation, though, that we sit there and say, you know what, when I'm good and ready to, when I hang on, Jack, hang on. I mean, without the convicting power of the Holy Spirit of God, none of us even realizes that we're lost without him. I don't, I don't understand how it works. Really, honestly, I don't. Um, that's that whole mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Me trying to figure yeah. out the ways of God. I can just say this. And, and I can say this pretty firmly, and, and, and I'll stand on this statement. If you are asking the question, yes, yes, he can save you. Yeah. He can save you. And he is long-suffering. Mm. The scripture talks about that over and over and over again. Yeah. I mean, I would even say we can go back to what Paul was talking about in chapter 11. Uh, how do we know God's long-suffering? The Jews... It's amazing how scripture works. <laughs> the right? Jews. Golly. Right? How do we know God's long suffering? Oh. Paul would say, Me. <laughs> me. Look yeah. at me. And I would say, Me. I didn't. The, the first time I heard the gospel, the first time I was convicted by the power of the Holy Spirit, basically saying this, You need to surrender to Jesus. I didn't surrender to Jesus mm. the first time I heard that. When? I don't know. I can just tell you this. Many times I said no. Many times I said no. And yet God is so long-suffering and God is so patient. Thank God I had another opportunity to say yes. Um, should we always expect there to be another opportunity? Well, no. Because, again, the Bible says none of us knows the days on this earth that not one of us is guaranteed a tomorrow. I believe that there are people who said no to the gospel, no to Jesus, thinking, I will have another chance, yeah. and they never had another chance. Mm. And there are folks, that, and, and, and I've had these conversations with folks where they'll say, well, you know what will happen is when I'm on my deathbed, and um, uh, I'm there, and you know, they're, and they're like, all right, you're not going to have long. All right, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn to Christ. I'm going to surrender to him at that moment. You know, we were just talking about Rich Mullins before we even started recording earlier. The guy who uh, I think sang our God, our God's awesome God best. Uh, and you know, many years ago, here he is. He's in a uh, a Jeep accident, dies instantaneously. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I I think I think he had a relationship with Jesus Christ. My goodness, he he fooled us off. He didn't because he could sing and write amazing things about him. Um, but 
it's foolish for us to think that we're going to have that deathbed moment. Likewise, Ryan, I've had folks say this. Uh, well, if it's all true, then, and Jesus comes back, then during the time of tribulation, then I'll know he's for real because he's raptured the church out of here, and uh, and then I'll put my faith and trust in him. I would say this. If you will not surrender your faith to him in the season of grace right, right. that we live in yeah. right now, uh. what makes you think you will during the time of tribulation? Because yeah. during the time of tribulation, you will have to curse Christ or you won't even be able to feed your family. Yeah, It will cost you your life yeah. to profess Christ. And now we are in the season of grace. I'm just saying there's a reason why, and, and, and it almost sounds like you know, uh, uh, just a, uh, a recording that's just going over and over again. But Scripture says today's the day of salvation. Today's the day of salvation. Right now, this moment, this time. I would say anybody who maybe even stumbled across this, or maybe even somebody who's listening to this that is still struggling with assurance of salvation, tomorrow's not the day to nail that down. Today's the day. Uh, what would you tell me to do? I would say this. Call upon the name of Jesus right now. I don't know what's happened up to this moment. I'm not exactly sure, but Jesus, I I surrender to you right now. Save me. Come into my life right now. I draw a line in the sand. I may never know what happened up to this point, but I'm telling you right now, wasn't it Joshua that said, you know what, For me, as for me and my house, today, today, we'll stand with the Lord God. Um, and I'm just saying it's the risk is too great yeah. to wait another moment. Yeah. Well, Pastor Stephen, thank you again just for uh, preaching the truth. And uh, if you have questions, uh, we would invite you to send those questions to podcast at highlandpark.org. Let me spell that P O D C A S T at highlandpark.org, H-I-L-A-N-D-P-A-R-K. So thank you for listening to The Unchangeable Truth. Thank you for tuning in as we talk about Pastor Stephen's sermons and as we point to Jesus and everything. And uh, we will see you next week. Hey guys, this is Stephen Kyle, and I want to thank you for listening to our podcast today, Unchangeable Truth. This is a ministry of Highland Park Baptist Church in Panama City, Florida, and we would love for you to visit us if you ever find yourself in the Panama City area. Our address is 2611 Highway 231 North. You can also learn more about our church and its ministry by going to our website, www. Highland and it's H-I-L-A-N-D park.org. There you'll learn more about what we believe, what we teach, about the gospel of Jesus Christ. There'll also be a sermon archive there so you can go and listen to various sermons over the last several years. As always, we would love to talk to you about your relationship with Jesus Christ. So feel free, shoot us an email, info highlandpark.org if you'd like to learn more about Jesus and what it means to follow him. Our prayers are that you near to Christ, that this podcast would be used to point you to Jesus and to help your faith grow and your walk in Christ.
God bless you guys. Thank you for listening.